0: you for listening to the Zaner Ministries podcast with Evangelist Nick Zaner. To stay connected, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or at Ministries.com. Now, here's Evangelist Nick. I want to start first in Acts chapter 1 and verse 5 to shed some light on this. And this whole, uh, this is going to be a teaching here. And uh, I believe we need to know what we believe, and why we believe the way we believe. I mean, you should have given an answer for anyone who asked you why you believe in a certain thing. And uh, this is geared towards believers who are full of the Holy Ghost, Spirit-filled believers. So we need to know why we believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in Acts 1, verse 5, Jesus said, You have heard from me from John. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. The word baptism in the Greek is baptizo, which means to bury or to dip underneath. Notice how Jesus mentioned John. He baptized with water. Many of you listening right now, you've been baptized in water. You you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You repented, and then publicly, you showed that you believe by getting fully immersed in water. But even John the Baptist said in Luke 3.16, He said, I baptize with water, but there is coming one who is mightier than I, who shall baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Fully immersed in the Spirit of God. And uh, we believe... That the Holy Spirit is still moving on the earth today. I don't believe that the works of the Holy Spirit ceased with the last apostle. Nowhere in the Bible does it tell me that the Holy Spirit has stopped pouring out upon all flesh. It actually says the opposite. And I want to prove that through scripture. Jesus said this in Acts 1 verse 8. But you shall receive power... When the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in all Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is not a side thing. It's a main thing. Jesus told the disciples to wait to be endued with power from on high that you may be a witness. He said, hold up, wait a minute, don't go out there and start preaching the gospel without first receiving Power. Power to be a witness. Now, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is different than being born again. In John 3, Jesus is talking to Nicodemus. And they're going going—they're having a dialogue about being born again. And Jesus says, you must be born of the water and of the Spirit, of the Word of God. You must be born again of the Spirit of God. So when you get saved, the Holy Spirit... Regenerates your spirit, you become a new creation in Christ Jesus. The Bible says, Old things have passed away, behold, all things have become new. You have a new spirit put within you, and the Holy Spirit comes and lives on the inside of you. And then after that, there's a separate experience called the baptism of the Holy Spirit. How do we know that? Well, Jesus, when he showed himself with many infallible proofs before he was ascended into heaven, he breathed on the disciples and he said, Receive the Holy Ghost. At that moment, they were born again. They were saved. The Spirit of God came and lived on the inside of them. But then afterwards, when Jesus went up, and the last words that he said is to wait to be endued with power, and then he ascended up to heaven, and then they began to wait and tarry, the Bible says, for a separate experience. Acts 2 verse 1 says when the day of Pentecost had fully come they were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. I'm going to pause there for a second. That's verse 2. Jesus told him to wait to be endued with power. He said wait for the separate experience which is called the experience of the baptism the full immersion to be buried in the Holy Ghost, and you shall receive power. And after that, they were in one accord, one place. Suddenly, a sound from heaven came in, as a mighty rushing wind. The Bible says, and it filled each person who was in the house. I love that. You know, I heard a great preacher say, "Why are Pentecostals so loud? Because when the when the team is winning, the winners are always the loudest." The stadium is always the loudest when the team wins the game. I mean, we're on the winning team. Come on. When you receive the Holy Ghost, you're there. You're going to know that something took place. You're going to experience something like you've never experienced before. And we need to understand why we believe this. We believe this, number one, because Jesus told His disciples to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. If it was that important for them, How much more is it important to us 2,000 years later when we are the generation, I believe in my opinion, who is going to usher in the return of Christ? We need this power more than ever before. The signs of wickedness, the signs of the return of Christ is everywhere and we need this power to walk in this thing. So after the the sound came, the Bible says, Then there appeared to, to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. That's important. Why? The Bible says... What is the, First off, what is this baptism of the Holy Spirit? It's a full immersion. It's a separate experience after being saved. I'll even say this. Salvation is the gift of God to the world. The Holy Spirit is the gift of God to the saints. Grab a hold of that. This is a free gift given to the church... To walk in the same power that Jesus walked in. Jesus himself was baptized in the Holy Spirit. The Bible says when he went down to the to the Jordan, he saw John the Baptist. John the Baptist said, Look, behold, here comes the Lamb of God who is slain before the foundations of the earth. He who shall take away our sins. Jesus gets in the water, and John thinks that Jesus is going to baptize him, but Jesus says, No, baptize me. And then anyways... He puts him under, as soon as he comes up, the Bible says the heavens were opened and the Holy Spirit descended upon Jesus like as of a dove. Jesus was baptized in the Spirit of God, went into the wilderness for 40 days, was tempted in the wilderness, and then came back out with power, and then he began his ministry with miracles, signs, and wonders. If Jesus needed the baptism of the Holy Spirit, how much more do we need the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Another example of where a group of people received the Holy Ghost was Acts 10, 44-48. While Peter yet spake the words, the Holy Ghost fell on them. Who? The Gentiles. This is when the Gentiles, those who weren't of of the Jewish belief, received the Holy Ghost. That would be most of us listening right now. If you're not born into the Jewish culture, Jewish family, then you're a Gentile. And the Bible says when they heard the word, they were... Of the circumcision, which they believed, they were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then they answered Peter, Can any man forbid water that we should be baptized when they have received the Holy Ghost as we? This was the first time that the Gentiles received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but notice, they received it the same way that the initial 120 received it, they received power. And I want to get into why we strongly believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Number one reason why we believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit is because Jesus commanded his disciples to wait to be endued with power to be a witness. So number one, the power to be a witness. Many people have a desire to be a witness, Many people want to share their faith, but there is timidity, there is shyness, there is fear, there is worry, there is things that hold them back. But when you get full of the Holy Spirit, when you get baptized in the Holy Ghost, you automatically have this desire to be a witness. I remember the first time I got saved, immediately... After I got saved and full of the Holy Ghost, I had to tell somebody about Jesus, how real He was. The reason why many who were baptized in the Holy Spirit no longer have a desire to witness is because the wet blankets came around and poured water on their fire, but really the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the infilling of a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit will cause you to want to win souls, power to be a witness. I believe we need the baptism of the Holy Spirit like never before because we need people who can walk in power. I want you to read with me what the Bible says in Acts chapter 2. Peter stood up, After they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, because people came out and they said, Hey, these men are drunk. It's nine o'clock in the morning. I can't believe it. But Peter got up and he stood, men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem. Let this be known to you and heed my words, for these are not drunk as you suppose... For since it is only the third hour of the day, or nine o'clock in the morning, but this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel, it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your young men shall see visions, your old men shall dream dreams, and all my men servants and maid servants I will pour out my spirit in those days. They shall prophesy, I will show wonders in heaven above, and signs on earth beneath. Blood and fire, vapor, and smoke, the sun shall be turned into darkness, the moon into blood before the coming of the great awesome day of the Lord, and it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved soon as they heard those words, the Bible says that men were pricked in their hearts, and that three thousand were saved that day. Peter stood up and he said, "This is that which was spoken, and he immediately became a witness for Christ. Before Peter received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, he was denying Christ three times. The Bible says he denied him three times. Jesus prophesied that he would, and he did exactly that. But here is now a redeemed, full of the fire of the Holy Ghost, Peter, who stood up with boldness and preached and was a witness. The same is true for every believer who will receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. They will be a witness with power, with fire. And not only will you be a witness in word only, but miracles, signs, and wonders will follow the believer. But I don't want to get ahead of myself. But number one is power to be a witness. When you're full of the Holy Ghost, you are going to say things that are going to be penetrated by the Spirit of God in a different way. Because you have that power, that anointing, that dynamite power to be a witness. Why we need to understand why we believe in the Holy Ghost Number one, we need to understand that we have power to be a witness Number two, we need boldness to stand for truth We need boldness The Bible says in Acts 4 verse 13 This is powerful Acts 4 verse 13 says Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John And perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men They marveled And they realized that they had been with Jesus. Do people know that you've been with Jesus? Can they recognize it? When you get the baptism of the Holy Spirit, there's going to be a boldness that comes upon you when there's persecution, when there's unrighteousness. And we need people full of the Holy Spirit in this day and this hour who will get full of the Spirit of God and will march into places where wickedness is abounding and bring forth a bold stance for truth. That's what Peter did. It goes on to say that they arrested them for a miracle sign and wonder that took place. And they they went back to the disciples. And the Bible says, and uh, After they called them and commanded them not to preach the name of Jesus, Peter and John answered and told them, Whether it be right in the sight of God or listen to you more than you judge, we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. So when they had further threatened them, they let them go in punishing them. The Bible goes on to say they went back. And when they went to their own, they began to pray. Just like they went into the upper room. And the Bible says, Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they spoke the word of God with boldness. When you get the baptism of the Holy Spirit, why we believe the importance of it is you'll have a boldness to stand and speak the truth. You all know we need the truth spoke in this nation and around the world. And we need it, especially if you have kids, you need to go in to your children's board meetings and stuff and stand for righteousness and when you have a boldness that comes upon you, imagine the boldness that would come upon the kids. They'll deal with these things, these demonic structures, and they'll speak the word of the Lord and things will change. How? By the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit is the one who empowers you with boldness. And when you're bold, then you'll be able to see God stretch forth his hands with miracles, signs, and wonders. Boldness, God doesn't just have you get bold to get, you know, stoned and stuff. He has you be bold, and then He'll back your boldness up by miracles, signs, and wonders. And I believe this is a reason why we need the Holy Ghost. We need to understand why we believe it and why why we have this. Because we need, we need boldness. Number three, wisdom. The Bible says in Acts 6, verse 10, it goes on to say, And they were not able to resist the wisdom in the spirit by which he spoke. Who? Stephen. Stephen was a man full of the Holy Spirit, baptized in the Spirit of God, and he had a wisdom from on high. How many of you listening right now need wisdom from God to handle your situations, to handle what you need to do in life, to know where to go, what to do? Imagine wisdom dropping on you to start your own business or to develop a new product That's what the power of God will do. The power of God is upon you for a purpose, and that is to give you supernatural wisdom to, uh, to accomplish God's plan and purpose for your life. And God has given us this great gift of the Spirit of God to help us in these last days. I mean, you have to get thirsty for the things of God. Jesus said this. You have to get thirsty for... The Holy Spirit to come into your life and he'll give you supernatural wisdom. But I got to read you the scripture before I continue on. The Bible says, if anyone thirst, let him come to me and drink. This is John chapter seven. And he who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart or belly will flow rivers of living water. Jesus said, if any man thirst, if anyone thirst." Are you thirsty for God? Are you thirsty for the power of God, for the wisdom of God, for the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit? He'll give you wisdom from on high. I mean, we need the wisdom like we've never needed it before. We're living in the final moments of time. We need to be precise on what we do with our days. We need to make sure that we're doing what God has asked us to do because Jesus is coming soon. But He will only come and fill and baptize those who are thirsty, who are hungry. For those who are listening right now and you were baptized in the Holy Spirit, I want you to think back to the moment when you got baptized for the first time. You were probably so hungry for God to be real. You were probably so hungry for God to show up. And He did. And the Bible says that you can be continually filled. Be ye filled continually with the Spirit of God. So get thirsty for more of God. Allow Him to come alive to you. So number three, wisdom. Wisdom. The Bible also says, He who hungers and thirsts for righteousness shall be filled. Do you want to be filled with power? Do you want to be filled with boldness? Do you want to be filled with wisdom? Come on. Get hungry. Get thirsty. That's just a side note, but I felt that as I was sharing this. Number four, signs and wonders will follow you. When you are baptized in the Holy Spirit and you believe that Jesus Christ is the baptizer of the Spirit of God, that's another point. Luke 3.16, Jesus is the baptizer of the Holy Spirit in fire. He's your savior, he's your healer, he's your provider, and he's the one who baptizes in the Holy Spirit. And when you believe upon Jesus Christ, signs and wonders will follow you like they followed him. The Bible says, "And these signs shall follow those who believe: they shall cast out devils; they will speak in new tongues; they, should, if they deal with anything deadly, it shall not harm them; they shall lay hands on the sick; they shall recover." You shall see signs follow you because of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Because you're going to step out and be a bold witness, and when you have power to be a witness, not only is it power in word only, but in signs and wonders that follow. If you're filled with the Spirit of God, you have all power and authority to deal with devils, to deal with sickness and disease, and to deal with the problems and issues of people's lives, just like Jesus, because Jesus said, greater works shall you do. So it's time to step out and be a believer, be one who is baptized in the Holy Ghost and see signs and wonders following, number four. Number five, we believe in this so much because it gives us a deepened prayer life. How many of you listening right now have had moments in your life when you do not know how to pray in English or in your native language? Probably all of us. The Bible even tells us in Romans 8, verse 26. Listen to what this says. Romans 8, in verse 26. Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit Himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work to good, work together for good to those who love God, who, those who are called according to His purpose. When you don't know how to pray, when you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, you have a deepened prayer life because He's given you a prayer language because the number one controversy when it comes to the baptism of the Holy Spirit is the initial evidence, which is speaking in tongues. And tongues is the gateway into the supernatural. It's the gateway into uh, the miraculous, And you'd get that through speaking and praying in other tongues. And there's many times you don't know how to pray in the Spirit. will pray for you by you praying in the Spirit. Jude 20 says to build yourself up on your most holy faith. You want to encourage yourself in the Lord? You're feeling down? You're feeling uh, uneasy? Start praying in the Spirit and watch how you get built up. This is... Like such a this one number why is speaking in tongues so attacked It is because the devil himself does not know what you are saying Therefore he cannot do anything about your prayer life and what you're communicating to God he cannot intercept it he cannot understand it So God has given us a prayer language that is even protected from the devil and why, that is why he uh, he cannot stand speaking in tongues. This is why it is the number one persecuted thing amongst uh, spirit-filled believers. It's the number one debated thing. Some people believe you don't have to speak in tongues to be filled with the Holy Spirit. The Bible is clear. They were all in one accord in one place and they all were filled in spoken tongues Paul spoke in tongues more than they ought. Ananias walked in in Acts chapter 9, laid hands on him, and he received the Holy Spirit. But in, in 1 Corinthians 14, it says that Paul spoke in tongues more than them all. He was filled with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Acts 19, there were some men walking. The Bible says... uh that Paul walked up on them and he said, Have you yet uh, received the Holy Spirit? And they said, We don't even know if there even is a Holy Spirit, for we've only been baptized in the baptism of John. They've only been baptized in water. They were great Baptist brothers, but they haven't been introduced to Pentecost yet. And uh, Paul went on and said that he laid hands on them, and they were filled and spoke in other tongues. Uh, the pattern of the baptism of the Holy Spirit is the evidence of speaking in other tongues, and it's because it gives you a deepened prayer life, and it's a hotline to heaven, a secret language that the devil can never understand, and it, it that is why it's so persecuted. Never forget that tongues, in of itself, is not evil, because the Bible says Jesus said, "You being evil, know how to give good gifts." To your children, how much more your heavenly Father to those who ask for the Holy Spirit he's specifically talking about giving the Holy Spirit to his children. Why would God, if you're asking God for the Holy Spirit, would he give you anything other than that? You have the Holy Ghost, you have a prayer language that the devil cannot stand, and he's working overtime to get you to not pray in that spirit or not pray in the spirit and not even to receive the Holy Spirit because he cannot understand it and he cannot intercept your prayers. See, the devil knows English, he knows Spanish, he knows Portuguese, he knows Dutch and German and all of these different languages, but he does not know your heavenly language and he hates it. So we need to understand that this gives us a deepened prayer life, a hotline to heaven, a direct connection, and that's amazing. Number six, it gives us The baptism of the Holy Spirit gives us the ability to overcome, to walk in the Spirit, and I even added to overcome the flesh, or also known as to walk in holiness. I know that's kind of long, but it sums up in the ability to overcome. Galatians talks about the the flesh wars against the Spirit, the Spirit against the flesh, but you can pray, and you can you can get into the spirit, you can walk into the spirit by put that by crucifying your flesh daily, the spirit of God will help you mortify to put to death the works of the flesh, for we are to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. He's given us the fruit of the spirit to overcome the works of the flesh. How do you do this? I love what Smith Wigglesworth used to say. He said, get up every single day and pray in the Spirit until you feel the anointing and you'll never walk in sin because you're you're in the Spirit. It's not a formula. It's just what he said to do. And I believe it's a good thing to do. But the Spirit of God, the baptism of the Holy Spirit can give you the ability to overcome when you choose to walk in it. Notice how it says you have to mortify or put to death the works of the flesh. How do you do that? Through the help of the Spirit of God. Number seven, the Holy Spirit will help and comfort us in times of trouble. Jesus said, I will pray to the Father and send you another comforter. He's there to help us when troubling times take place. He'll come and comfort you and He'll be there. And He will speak, and this is kind of seven and eight, but He will guide you into all truth. So when something's happening and it seems like it's crazy and it seems like something's not right here, the Spirit of God will come in comfort, and then He will show you the truth and guide you and lead you into all truth. Now more than ever, we need truth. And we need nothing but the truth because deception is rampant. And I'm t- here today to encourage you and tell you that the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit Himself is there to guide you into all truth. He's there to comfort you in times of trouble. Jesus said, do not... Uh, let your hearts be troubled, neither, neither let it be afraid. Why did he say that? Because he's overcome the world. And because of the Holy Spirit, you can now overcome the world. In and of yourself, you can't do this. You can't overcome sin without the help of the Holy Spirit. You can't overcome temptation without the help of the Holy Spirit. You can't walk in all truth and without The Spirit of God, the Spirit of Truth leading you into it. But guess what? We have been given the Spirit of God. And I'm telling you today that if you've not received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, it is available to all. Peter stood up on that day and he said, This gift is for you and your children and your children's children to even all those who are afar off who will believe. You can receive it today. If you thirst, any man who thirsts, come to me, Jesus said. And out of your heart, out of your belly, you have to get thirsty. You have to allow God to come and fill you up with the Holy Spirit. Let him come and touch you and fill you. Why these are some reasons why some of the results of why we believe in the Holy Spirit I could go on and on and I only have so much time I wanted to give this to you But I want to encourage you today If you're already filled and baptized in the Holy Spirit I want to encourage you today to allow him to fill you afresh And those who have not received the baptism of the Spirit I want to encourage you today that you can receive it And the initial evidence will be speaking in tongues but Jesus is the one who will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. All you have to do is get thirsty and allow him to come and fill you up. So I wanna pray. Father, I thank you for every listener, every person who is filled already and who will be filled with the Holy Spirit. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that you are the baptizer of the Holy Spirit and fire. And we thank you that you fill every hungry vessel Now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, for it in Jesus' name. Wherever you're at, just begin to thank God. Those who are believing to be filled with the evidence of speaking in tongues, allow Him to fill you up and begin to speak that out of your spirit. Those who are already filled, I want you to begin to praise God and begin to pray in your prayer language. I want to encourage you today. Take time. Pray in your prayer language. Begin to seek God like never before and watch how these things come alive to you today. I love you. Thank you so much for listening today. Thank you for listening to the Zayner Ministries podcast. Please consider becoming a monthly covenant partner with us. We are asking God for one hundred.